0: Happy Monday, everyone. It's Dr. Joe here. I'm excited about today's podcast. Before we start, for those who don't know me, I'm a board certified physician that practices and truly believes in functional medicine. A bit of my journey, when I was 26 years old, I was diagnosed with stage 2 Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, when I was diagnosed, I didn't understand how I could have bettered my health and what I could have done to contribute it to my illness. Eight years on this journey of searching for better ways to improve my health, plus consulting patients for 10 hours a day, five days a week, and a ton of research, I found some answers. Things that I wish I knew 10 years ago that I want to share with my patients and listeners. Remember, knowledge is power. So today's podcast episode is on switching on the endogenous healing pathways in our bodies. What if I told you that there are ways to slow down aging, inflammation, prevent brain-related diseases like Alzheimer's, decrease oxidative stress, And get healthier look slimmer whilst maintaining your muscle mass sound too good to be true well the the funny thing is that it's not because there's medical evidence to show that we can elicit these pathways within our bodies by doing a few things that's what today's podcast is about how do we know if we need to tap into these endogenous systems within our bodies well If you are metabolically rigid, you would have heard me say that on Instagram a couple of times last week. That's one way you may consider that you should try this. Metabolically rigid states are the cause of a lot of diseases within the body. How do you know if your metabolism is in this rigid state? Well, if you're hangry and bound to your next meal, if you're caffeinated dependent, lacking energy throughout the day if you have a low sex drive if you struggle to lose weight if you love sugary foods and and the battle is that goes on in your head is how am i going to break free from these cravings if you have digestive issues if you find yourself easily anxious and agitated these are the signs that you have to look out for the sign that your metabolism is slowing down and there's a buildup and a cascade of issues that will arise Um, which is chronic inflammation within the body. Chronic inflammation in the setting of most scenarios result in more doctor visits, more medications, and a suboptimal energy level and limitations within yourself. Feeling your best doesn't just necessarily just happen. It doesn't just fall into your lap. And the mismatch of epigenetics and genetics is a huge explanation for this. Epigenetics is the environment, what we've been exposed to or exposed our bodies to. Things like processed foods, antibiotics, medications, toxins, smoking, alcohol, a lack of sleep, a lack of exercise, who you surround yourself with, toxic emotions. These are all contributors that influence our epigenetics If we were a plant, epigenetics would be the soil of which your roots are embedded in. Epigenetics is one of the ways that we try to find the root causes to diseases or collection of symptoms that doctors place into a syndrome category. Epigenetics will eventually influence our genetics and produce disease, cancer, autoimmune conditions or simply unexplained syndromes like fibromyalgia polycystic ovarian syndrome chronic fatigue syndrome irritable bowel syndrome i could keep going but furthermore doctors may have placed you into a mental health category if they had no other explanations if all your symptoms don't match up at all or maybe doctors have said that it's likely it's autoimmune related but there's no real explanation for why you're experiencing what you are this can all be very very frustrating and if you've been in this boat you'll know what I'm talking about this is all due to the epigenetics versus genetics mismatch which is why this is so important to understand even if you don't have any health problems knowing this to prevent problems in the future is important but if you're experiencing unwanted symptoms it's important to know how to reverse this And to get back on track with reaching new levels in your health journey. Last week, we spoke about gut health and the foods that influence your gut health. The basis of the elimination diet to eliminate the triggers that are causing inflammation within your body. Look, everyone has different triggers and knowing which ones trigger you can be tricky. If you haven't listened to last week's gut health podcast, I encourage you to do so. As I discuss my approach, what I do in my office to finding your food triggering groups that can be easily adopted at home. Intermittent fasting, okay, can be an amazing way to allow your gut to heal and stop your GI tract from having to work and allow autophagy to step in and heal dysfunctional cells. Let's take it one step further. In order to break out of this metabolic rigid state, one method of doing this is intermittent fasting plus adhering to a clean ketogenic diet. Those that are in need to seek further advice from their doctors are those that have had an eating disorder in their past or those that have a low body weight already. Pregnant women probably shouldn't do this and just eat within normal eating windows. Or if you already have or get um, abnormal low blood pressure or low blood sugars, or if you have a complex medical history, seek advice from your doctor before starting this. But for the rest of us, this could be an effective reset to your tired, rigid metabolism. So what what happens when we fast? When we fast, or when we get a decrease of carbs or sugar intake uh, daily. We have to use our fat as fuel. And this fat is brought to your liver and metabolized. And the, the metabolite is called a ketone. You actually produce three kinds of ketones to feed your brain pr- primarily. And the, the ketone that is used to feed your brain is called beta-hydroxybutyrate. We call this BHB. This is a product where the body has to use an alternate energy source to fuel the body. And as I promised on my IGTV tutorial, let's discuss BHB, beta-hydroxybutyrate. So there's, there are many growing benefits of this ketone that have been used to, to shown to have a huge effect on slowing the aging process. It's been shown to be an epigenetic modulator, turns off certain inflammatory pathways in the body, Decrease oxidative stress in the body, and as we know, oxidative stress stress creates free radicals in the body, and that can lead to other problems like cancer. And there's so many other benefits of increased BHB in the body. One of the most recent studies has shown that BHB is protective against Alzheimer's, which some are calling type 3 diabetes right now, and may have an anti-cancerous effect too. So the quickest way to kickstart all of this is to intermittent fast and adhere to a clean ketogenic diet. So let's look at some of the benefits. So number one, you will lose weight, okay, and kickstart your metabolism. So this is a real benefit off a lot of people of starting this process, but there's a whole heap of other things. So number two, you will benefit from producing ketones in your body a lot quicker. BHB has been known as the fourth macronutrient in the body. In the body build in the bodybuilding world, everyone knows about their macros. We all have to hit our macros. A lot of weightlifters carb load before a session at the gym to produce energy to lift weights. BHB is an alternative energy source that can be used at the gym that gives you the same if not more superior effect in my opinion. If you were running a marathon and doing more endurance training, you may need more carbs in your pre-workout regimen. Number three, ketones have been shown to decrease neuroinflammation. There has been so many benefits of, redu- of reduced risks of neurological conditions like Alzheimer's with a clean ketogenic diet. It has been shown to increase neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain to form new pathways and circuits. As we age, this process slows down as early as 25 years of age. This process is so important. Neuroplasticity is important for learning for staying innovative, even for managing anxiety and everyday stress. The next benefit is that it can actually regulate your hormones. So hormonal balances occur generally as we age as a byproduct from not looking after our metabolism, poor eating. And of course, there's organic issues that can occur like thyroid problems, polycystic ovarian syndrome. The other benefit is that intermittent fasting can actually decrease insulin growth factor one so IGF one and high levels of this has actually been associated with certain cancers, diabetes, thyroid issues. The next one's probably my favorite autophagy. So as you've heard me talk about this quite a bit, it's a great benefit of intermittent fasting. It's the body's endogenous quality control system within our body to cull off the dysfunctional cells within the body. If you're eating all the time, guys, your gut has no time to reset. So giving it time to rest will give it time to heal other things. And this is a really cool thing about the body. The body actually has systems where it can heal, detoxify itself. And this is one way we can aid the process. I'll talk about this in more ways um, on other episodes. Another benefit is that intermittent fasting can actually regulate GABA, and glutamate within the body and this has been shown to aid anxiety and 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 depression and actually help decrease these kind of mental health conditions so i've just discussed all these cool things that can occur when in ketosis so let's talk about the how we can get these things wrong okay so as I discussed with you last week in medicine, we've always known that everyone is different. Our genetics will all have variations, so not everyone will, re- will react amazingly to this regimen. So if you try this for three to four weeks and you don't feel good, or if you have adverse reactions from fasting like hair loss, mood changes, loss of libido, then this is probably not for you. Initially, no one likes to go without food and changing your mindsets around this and paying attention to what comes out of you is so important. If this awakens a giant within you of excuses and old ways of thinking regarding comfort eating, then go a step deeper with it and allow yourself to heal by reflecting on old pattern thinking. Don't sweep it under the carpet. Allow your gut to heal your body to get healthier, and your mind and emotions to heal as well. Forget about your waistline for the time being and as that's an added benefit of all of this. The weight is not the only thing that will fall off. When we go without something, as important as food for a period of time, things like this will come up and embrace it. Talk to your doctor, your counselor, your partner about it. This is what it's all about Focus initially on enjoying the process and trust the process. So practically speaking, I would recommend that you practice intermittent fasting for four weeks and extend it if you love it. Meaning start with a 12 to 12 restricted eating window. So an example of that is to stop eating at say 7 p.m. and start eating your first meal at at 7 a.m. the next day, a 12-hour restricted window. Do that for a week. Then move to an 18.6 for a week. And when you're doing this, this is targeting cardiometabolic risk factors. So an 18.6 could look like maybe your last meal at 8 p.m. and then your first meal at 12 midday. I hope my maths is right. <laughs> and then even consider doing an OMAD fast, which is a one meal a day. Okay, you can do this on alternate days. You shouldn't do this on consecutive days for like two to four day periods. However, allow your your metabolism to get flexible and stretch it and allow your endogenous healing systems within your body to kick in. Practice this. It can feel like a challenge at the start. However, trust me, it will get easier. It's less painful than finding yourself going around and around in a circle of weight or health issues. Drink heaps of water, okay, two to three liters of water at least. You can also have black tea, black coffee. Add a little MCT or, or coconut, uh, organic coconut oil into your hot beverages. Find what you love and, and keep it up. I hope you loved today's podcast. If you did, remember to hit subscribe and allow and follow me on Instagram on Dr. Joe's channel. If you have any questions, remember to DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Until next week, guys, it's Dr. Joe here bringing knowledge to light.